justice for the blind. Just something that'll find in the rhyme good day, that are coming from my mind. <laughs> good afternoon, good morning, whatever. Whenever you see this, good day to you. Uh, welcome to episode 30 something or other of the 476ers podcast. Uh, we got Vic. Vic, say hello. You, you. And we got me, you know what I mean, the host with the most, even though I gave Christian host duties yesterday when we did one of the, the albums that we were recording, but that has nothing to do with this. But it kind of does, a little bit, I guess. Everything has everything to do with everything, right, when we're doing stuff. Anyway, so uh, today we are going to talk about the NBA coming back, right? Um, ask some basic questions. We're going to give you guys uh, some things to consider uh, maybe winners, losers, uh, spoiler alert, Sixers are losers here, but they were losers before the season went out. Um, so uh, I guess, Vic, the, the first question I guess we can start off with, uh, which is a great idea by you, this is the question you posed, is do we, do we even think they should come back? Um, what are your thoughts? Uh, I'm definitely torn out. I miss basketball. I miss watching it. I miss coaching it, competing in it, but I think there's just so much at stake still just because of so much we don't know. Um, yesterday in conversation about uh, COVID-19 and information, like everything we thought we should be doing a few months ago, like a few weeks ago, they're like, actually, it's not. We don't know if that's important anymore. It almost feels like it's like the 40s and there's an atomic bomb and they're like, we don't know what to do, so hide underneath your school desk. <laughs> and it's like, uh, man. <laughs> uh, how is this gonna know? protect me yeah yeah so it's like i'm not sure I, I think ideally i think i would rather them wait mm. and just kind of let it be um it understand the money at stake and the jobs and everything but it doesn't have to be that way and it's like people can just take care of other people and it could be okay but I don't know. I would lean no. I think they should probably just continue to postpone it. But I would be lying if I said I wasn't excited that they're coming back. Yeah, I mean, I'm selfish as shit. You know what I mean? And I'm very, very fucking happy that they're coming back. Uh, I'm like you said. I, I miss. I miss desperately playing basketball and trashing you specifically. No, I'm joking. Um, I miss basketball. <laughs> I miss playing it like a lot. Um, I actually thought about, I had talked to Christian about this last week about how with everything that's happened, I don't even need the gym anymore. Right. Cause I, I finally got accustomed to working out at home and really challenging myself at home, but I miss basketball. Like it's, you know, that's like in our bloods, a thing we've been doing for years. Uh, I mean, I've been playing like five days a week for two years straight, you know what I mean? Like, and it sucks. Uh, and part of that is like, I, I miss watching it. You know what I mean? Like I miss desperately watching basketball. I didn't, I don't miss the Sixers season right now specifically, uh, which, which like I, I revisit some of my old podcast episodes and I see, I hear the anger and yep. frustration uh, from this season. And that's going to continue. I'm sure as we get into the specifics, we'll talk about some of those things, but I miss it. Um, but the thing is, and this goes back to even to, to not to, go too off the rails but what i said in, in my in the black lives matter podcast about people love bringing up percentages and it not understanding that you're like putting human lives at risk so even if it's 0.2 percent 
and they see the, 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 the or one, let's say it's just 1% to do the math easy and they're coming back and they have a thousand people in one place and 1% of them could be at risk of dying. That seems like it's too much. You know what I mean? Because it's always, no one ever considers it's always like a peripheral thing for people where it's like, well, it's only 1%, right? So it's like, well, maybe this equipment manager dies, right? But imagine the optics of the NBA if all of a sudden James Harden comes down with the coronavirus, and like, God forbid, not, God forbid, I don't want to say the words, but, and, and, you know, he gets seriously ill. Like, that is not going to look good. You know what I mean? Especially for a league that, like, prides itself on being, like, woke on social issues and, like, forward-thinking with everything and super progressive, especially as you can see now with, with everything happening um, in the country, that would really, really be troubling um, if something like that happened. Now, they, they to, to their credit, they're going to be testing. I mean, as you can see, the schedule here makes it clear. I mean, pretty much before anything happens, the, the third thing on that list is coronavirus testing begins. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're going to be testing constantly. I, I think it's daily they're testing players, and they didn't want to do that unless they knew that other that people like like us, the general public, had testing available to us. Which which you know, by and large, three months too late, albeit uh, we do, or six months too late, you could argue, we mm-hmm. do now. But um, to your point, though, it's moot, right? It's coming back. Here we are. And and we always knew, and I said this about the NFL because the NFL is the most tone deaf of all of the organizations, mm-hmm. um, that they had, you're talking about billions of dollars on the line and they recognize that there's no way they were going to let that go. You know what I mean? And with the team, that's really the eight game seeding thing is to serve two purposes. One, to get the players into some sort of shape, but also to, I think, reach that threshold for TV money, right? Yeah, right, exactly. You know what I mean? So um, other than that, I mean, how, how are you feeling, I guess, about this, about the format? You know what I mean? About what they're coming back with, you know, what's about, you know, what the schedule is coming up. I mean, here it is here. Um, mm-hmm. How are you feeling about it? So the, the 22 teams thing is kind of funny, uh, especially with, like, teams like Phoenix being invited back, mm-hmm. which is kind of funny. But um, I like the idea that the, the NBA starting later, mm-hmm. and like if unless and unless uh, teams are willing to like or players are willing to jump back into it pretty quickly in the summer, this might establish a new season, especially if it does really well. Mm-hmm. Which so for me, I'm I've never been in love with football in the way that a lot of most Americans are. I don't, I don't want to see a 45 to three game. That's like my worst nightmare. Yeah. And uh, everybody seems okay with watching yeah. those kind of games. Yeah. And when I worked in, in finance, there was like a TV in the break room on the floor and it would be like ball games. And it'd be like ball state versus, you know, nobody has a scholarship university. Mm-hmm. And I would change it to like, the same two teams on probably, but their basketball team. Yeah, yeah, playing, yeah. Playing in some obscure tournament. Mm-hmm. And I remember catching so much heat for that all the time. Yeah. But so I'm cool with NBA. I said, I say, I'm cool with NBA season being part the happening during the NFL season. Because mm-hmm. by that point, I'm pretty much checked out of the NFL season until the playoffs mm-hmm. anyway. But it might be better for the game overall mm-hmm. to be pushed a little bit. Uh, it's toward, towards the end of football 
mm-hmm. so that it has more eyes. Yeah. Maybe more money, maybe more revenue. Mm-hmm. Maybe everybody makes out a little bit better because of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I'm, I'm actually excited to see what are the results of it. Yeah. If there are some positive results. Um, the 22 team, 22 team thing is kind of weird, but I guess, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not too concerned. A lot of, I've, I've heard a lot of the sort of talking heads being a little bit more critical of it. I don't really care so much about it because I'm looking at this almost like the perspective of a Sixers fan because I really want them to do, to do well. Um, but like, I don't know how well they're actually going to do. Um, so I'm okay with most of it. I think the most intriguing part is seeing the league start in like December. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, the 22, yeah, the, the, the 22 team thing. So, so I, I have a couple feelings and, you know, one of them I'll address when we get to some of the more specific things, but, um, to your point, and one thing I actually told, told a friend of mine earlier today when talking about this is like a lot of the talking heads wanted like really crazy changes, right? They wanted the group tournaments and they want to do, uh, you know, like like soccer style and all this. Mm -hmm. But I think what what the NBA actually has done here is they wanted to, they wanted to one, not make sustainable changes because they don't want the conversation at the end of this to be, well, this is an asterisk because we're never going to play the finals like this again, right? We're never going to do the playoffs in a group stage ever again. Mm-hmm. So then this finals essentially gets washed out of NBA history. It's one thing to have an asterisk amongst talking heads, amongst people saying, well, this has an asterisk because blah, 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 blah. It's another thing for the NBA to say, well, we played this playoffs and these finals completely different than every other one in the history of the NBA. So now the NBA has to put an asterisk on it. Um, and that I think is a huge point. They wanted to do something that was going to be sustainable. They didn't want to make, like not lasting changes because then if they do do those tournaments that they've been proposing later, then this goes from a Larry O'Brien trophy to whatever that tournament style trophy in the middle of the season. If they execute that, whatever that's going to be the world cup, the NBA world cup trophy that, that that turns this championship into that. Um, And they don't want to do that. You know what I mean? They want this to be a Larry O'Brien trophy. This is for the NBA championship. That is it. Um, the 22, what, what does bother me, and, and this is, I guess we can transition a little bit to the specifics now, because what does bother me about the 22 game, about the 22 teams thing is mm-hmm. they ignored conference. You're ignoring, you're ignoring conference for the 22 teams. Okay. The only team in the East that's coming back is the Wizards. Let me see if I have that here. Cause I don't, I don't remember off the top of my head who the West teams are. The, uh, the West teams are both LA Denver Jazz, Oklahoma City, Houston, Dallas, Memphis, uh, Portland, New Orleans, Sacramento, San Antonio, and Phoenix. Yeah. So those those back four that's Suns, Spurs, um, Kings, Pelicans. Yeah, Pelicans and Grizzlies. Well, Grizzlies are eighth right now, uh, and the Kings and the Kings. Yeah, I'm sorry. So that back four has a shot at the eight seed. The, the, whether the Suns have a shot at the eight seed is whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, they're really resting on the laurels of a fire start um, mm-hmm. to the season, and they were falling mm-hmm. off towards the back end. Um, right. And then on the East, it's only the Wizards, which right. which is a great addition because, listen, they got John Wall back, and he claims to be coming for smoke. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> uh, which, and we'll talk about some of that stuff in a moment, but. Um, 
But if you're, so if you're going to ignore conference right here, you know what I mean? Then why wouldn't you just say fuck it and ignore conference for the playoffs? You know what I mean? That's kind of my only complaint because at least you can still maintain the exact same format. Um, nothing really changes, just that you're ignoring the conferences. Mm-hmm. And you ignored it to, to invite these teams back. And I understand the logic of it, mm-hmm. but you could have left the Suns at home. And, I mean, I, 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 I don't know. You could have left the Suns and Spurs at home. You know what I mean? The Spurs were not showing signs of life. You know what I mean? Even, but I guess those East, those other East teams were kind of too far back too. So I don't know. I, I get it, but I don't to to a certain extent. I think that you had an opportunity to throw out because that to me is a lasting change that should happen. Is throw out these fucking conferences because we're 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 having situations where the the bottom four teams in the West sometimes are better than the bottom the bottom the four teams eight through twelve in the West are better than four through eight in the East, and we shouldn't we shouldn't be watching that in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Um, so that's kind of my, my my thing about it. As far as the timing, though, um, you know, I'm all here. I'm all for NBA and pumpkin spice. You know what I mean? Give me both <laughs> of those things together, and you're like fucking and fall weather. Like that is fucking heaven to me. You know what I mean? Like that sounds incredible. I, I again, like you said, football is is whatever. Football is Sunday for fantasy football. You know what I mean? And I think that more and more Americans are transitioning to that, whether they want to admit it or not. I think that is happening. Um, And the point is, is I don't see why the NBA season would even, why would the NBA even be worried? Because, because football dominates the conversation. Um, Not, it doesn't even, because the baseball playoffs are happening. You know what I mean? So if you tell me that, that, um, that right now, wait, but this is not even a long-term issue because what's going to end up happening here. Yeah. And I, I'm getting a little bit, a little bit all over the place. This is not a long-term issue. This is going to be the finals happening during football season, but the playoffs and finals, there's nothing to worry about on the back end of it. Here's the concern is, and I heard this brought up by KOC and, and Michelle Roberts was the one who really pointed that out is this season's going to end. Uh, let me put, get back to the schedule here. The season is slated to end the end of October. Um, yeah, right here. So here we go. End of October. October 12th is game seven of the NBA Finals with the following season starting December 1st. Right. And training camp essentially starting a month later, a month after game seven. That is right. problematic. I don't see how that stays that way. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, if so, if if they if the twenty twenty one season does well with ratings and numbers and all of that good stuff, then it would just be a transitioning into a different kind of off season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm curious to see. See, you know what 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 this concerns me about is. People are and we and you and I talked about this. I'm not going to do the asterisk thing. I, I'm not mad at people who want to put an asterisk on it. But what's happening here is if you start the NBA this way, where game seven is October 12th and seven weeks later is game one of the following season, they're going to put an asterisk on the next year, too. You know what I mean? Is, is I think what's going to end up happening because it's just you've completely destroyed the offseason. Um, I, I don't see how that makes sense. Now, what I think makes sense is game one is Christmas Day. And call it a day. Open the season on Christmas Day. Christmas is already a huge day in the NBA. That is a sustainable plan going forward. 
And then the new Christmas Day is Martin Luther King Day. You know what I mean? Which in today, with everything that's happening today, just almost makes way more sense, right? You kind of, Martin Luther King Day is already a huge day for the NBA. Make it bigger, you know what I mean? And drive more attention to it and make that almost like the NBA, the, the Christmas Day for the NBA and let Christmas Day be opening day of the NBA. Um, I think the only problem with having opening day being like one of the biggest days of the year mm-hmm. is that you don't want to see like freshly out of a strip club, James Harden. Yeah. Bling around 20 people. Uh-huh. Uh, you definitely want to give him a few months. Yeah. To get as well as other, <laughs> other players to get into some kind of shape. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't really have any problems with it, but I don't know if it's really great either. I'm just yeah. excited to see a season starting in December. Yeah. Um, but with the whole, the conference thing, it's just, they ended up agreeing on any team that technically had a chance to make the playoffs came back. Yeah. Where a lot more East teams were already eliminated. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. And, and look, it, it works out. It worked out, like I said, because – because um, the job, well, let's talk about some of these specifics too real quick then while we're here. The other good thing though too, uh, just to point out, so whether it comes out Christmas, December 1st, whatever the long-term plan is, I do think this is going to be the new calendar for the NBA going forward. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to change it back because, and I don't agree with, with, I know Simmons always talks about how the NBA is afraid that the summertime people are not home, blah, 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 whatever. I, people will stay home for sports. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like can watch it anywhere now or you can watch it anywhere but but they're afraid of the that's the the single home set right that tv set at home are they watching there right whereas if you have 15 people in a bar at the beach watching the game that's 15 less tvs at their own individual homes Mm -hmm. um but there are other ways like the the nba dominates twitter it dominates like a lot of social media like there are Mm -hmm. other ways to monetize this I, i don't give a shit um, if you're in, no one is like, people are watching, but I do like baseball during the summer when there's like nothing going on. There's something quiet about it. And yeah, I like I, that background. I yeah. Like it's a nice background thing, but honestly give, give me a Sixers, well, not a Sixers game. Give me any other basketball game in the middle of July and I'll be very fucking happy, uh, with that. Me and too. you know what I mean? You, you, you're filling up this summer. You're giving it the fall has football and, and, and playoff baseball, and then boop, dead of winter to the beginning of the NFL season again is basketball. That's fucking great. Um, let's take a look at, at some of the specifics. So, so to to sum it up, um, what what no one seems to be a hundred percent sure about what the eight game schedule actually is. There is no schedule yet, right? Um, and no one's exactly sure on specifics in terms of the eight teams. But what, what it looks like is supposed to happen here is they are going to play – they're essentially – the starting point for every team is the next eight games on their schedule. Yeah. All right, starting from the end of the season, which was Mar- March 11th, right? So from that day, the next eight games on their schedule, and they're going to subtract the teams that did not get invited from that schedule. Um which affects really four teams here. And shout out to CBS. The Lakers, Heat, Magic, and Blazers would not be able to reach the eight games because of this, because of how they're doing it. So most likely people are assuming that they'll be playing themselves within themselves kind of for whatever the last remaining games is. Unfortunate for the Magic here. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. 
but essentially that that looks like what's going to happen. So uh, CBS uh, has done the hard work so that I didn't have to do too much thinking of essentially putting out what they think um, is going to be happening in, in terms of each team. So this looks like what the remaining games are um, for the team. So let's get to the Sixers because, I mean, you know, we are that podcast. Uh, and I'm going to I'm gonna just give the world here where the Sixers – I, I want to point this out, that the Sixers have a chance to fall out of the playoffs <laughs> with this format, okay? Not, and they have a chance to be in the play on, the play-in game. You know what I mean? There is a, an outside chance that they could do that, uh, and everyone should be prepared for that because Tobias Harris, we don't know if he still has not shot in a basketball yet. I don't mm-hmm. think he has. He's been out protesting. Shout out to – listen, I love Toby and everything he brings to the city as a person, but that man hasn't touched the basketball apparently since, since March 11th. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know what we're going to expect. I, I don't know. Joel might come back 40 pounds heavy. I haven't seen him. I haven't yeah. seen Have you seen him? I saw the last thing I saw was Ben Simmons with braids. That was the last time I saw Ben. You know what I mean? I don't know what's going on with our guys. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know what's happening with them. Um, what are, I guess, what, what do you think? Do you have any, uh, surprises maybe that could come out of this. Who do you think benefits the most out of it? Well, first, what do you think about the Sixers? What do you think is going to happen with the Sixers here? Oh, so a loaded question. I think it depends on, uh, well, first, um, I mean, they'll get some, like these are hopefully, I mean, they'll get a training camp. So I will assume they'll be back in some kind of form and shape by the time these games start. Mm -hmm. But, I don't know. It really depends on if Brett is really willing to stop being the nicest guy in the room mm-hmm. and ask Al to come off the bench. Um, if yeah. Al comes off the bench, this changes sort of the dynamic of everything about the team because then he's coming in, um, you know, with the second team, but then also maybe giving Joe a spell earlier in the fourth quarter and then letting him finish the game. So that that really is as far as the Sixers' success. I think is is really down to the dynamics of that mm-hmm. sort of relationship between or playing relationship between Joe and and Allen. And if if uh, Brett is willing to hurt somebody's feelings for the first time ever, yeah. Um, though everybody else was in, it is very interesting. So like you said, Washington. Mm-hmm. Like, is Orlando that much better than Washington? Especially if, if John Wall comes back and can hit some kind of a jump shot for the first mm-hmm. time ever, like yeah. I don't know. Yeah, the, especially that, Brooklyn seems. I think Brooklyn looks incredibly vulnerable there too. And that's yeah. So the Brooklyn thing, because already KD has said again, he's reiterated he's not coming, he's not coming back. Right. Um, which is a shame. I, I, I don't want to – I'm not going to call him into question because, again, he's come back early twice in his career, once with the Oklahoma City Thunder, if, if for those who don't know. Once with the Thunder, and he did it obviously last year in the finals, and it did not right. turn out well for him. You know what right. I mean? So I understand. I do understand. As a selfish basketball fan, I want to see KD all in here. You know what I mean? Because then we're talking about a whole different ball of wax <laughs> with, with – what could happen in the NBA, um, in the landscape. Um, but if he's not coming back, I'm assuming we're getting Kyrie back, but the Brooklyn's numbers when Kyrie plays were actually worse than when he didn't play. Right. Um, 
So you're right. That's a great point. Brooklyn is vulnerable. And if Brooklyn ends up, like if Washington, this is going to take a lot of work for Washington. Yeah. Right. That, that's kind of the problem here is that Orlando and Brooklyn, essentially Washington's best, they, the best they can do is get to 32 wins. Right. Well, Orlando and Brooklyn, if they get to 36 wins, so that's six out of the eight, well, maybe not. You know, there, there's a I, Brooklyn, Washington needs to win out is what, what it essentially is going to come down to. Washington has to win out um, for them to have a chance, but it's going to be fun to watch. You know what I mean? Listen, I, I'm down to watch John Wall and Bradley Beal trying to win out. They were the best offense in the NBA and then also the worst defense in the NBA, uh, which is why they're in this predicament in the first place. But uh, it's just going to be interesting to watch. Orlando or Brooklyn, neither one of those teams are sexy. I mean, I would rather see Washington, honestly. Sure. You know with what I mean? With their stars. Yeah, give me John Wall versus fucking Eric, Eric Bledsoe in the first round of the playoffs. I'm cool with that. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, out West, though, like, I don't know who wants to see the Pelicans early. You know, that's definitely going to be a tough game. Um, and Portland is also really interesting, too, because, you know, you have Dame, who is very, very good. I think, like, he's a second. I don't know if I put him in the first tier of players in the league, but I would definitely put him at the top of the second tier. And the way, like, he was framing things, like, it almost seemed like he didn't want to come back. Mm-hmm. Um, and now he, he is, mm-hmm. and his team is already out of the playoffs, so they're already starting. And I'm not questioning his competitiveness. I'm sure he'll try yeah. to win. It's just hard to sort of get yourself motivated again. Mm-hmm. So maybe, like, I guess what I'm saying, be more out-motivating Zion and company. Yeah. Like, I don't know if that's possible for him. Yeah, well, not, not only that, but then you have, like, John Morant. But, like, let's look at some of these – storylines right John Morant is fighting for rookie of the year and he gives a fuck about it because people yeah. are, are talking like Zion deserves it and he does right. I, I'm sorry Ja deserves it um so Ja's gonna so, so Zion's gonna I mean Ja's gonna come out with with heat you know what I mean he's gonna want to get to the playoffs because he knows that that's us a leg up you know what I mean I, in my first year we're in the playoffs Zion is not Zion on the other hand is like supposed to be the second coming so can you second coming this team into the playoffs um to your point about dame the thing that i think does get that is going to help with dame is when dame looks at the roster and sees like they're replenished right Mm -hmm. you're going to have Nurkic back because he's healthy Mm -hmm. they may have zach collins back you would think he's going to look at this team and be like man we could actually make some noise because when now right let's let's just look at this what if portland takes the eight seed and they face the Lakers. I'm not saying they're going to beat the Lakers, but if they're healthy, they're one of the few teams that has the size to compete with the Lakers that now has a solid white side coming off the bench, Nurkic starting, Zach Collins, another big body. Um, uh, you know, then you got Melo, who's been playing well. You just have guys up and down this roster that can score, and now you have some extra depth. They have some guys like Anthony Simons who's shown that he can come off the bench and score. It, it would just be mm-hmm. interesting to see. So maybe Dame could see something like that and be like, well, you know, shit, we have a shot, right? We have something yeah. here. Um, and Dame is one of the baddest dudes in basketball. I mean, we've seen him check multiple teams out of the playoffs as long as he doesn't see Steph. And he's not going to see Steph there. No. You know what I mean? He might come for fire. He's going to see Russ there, and that might just make him angrier. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, so it's going to be interesting. I think Sacramento is interesting. Um, 
I, I Sacramento is confusing. Um, but as you can see, if you look over here, um, and I talked about this on a previous podcast, they they were coming on late. You know what I mean? Before all of this happened, they were seven and three in the last ten. Uh, mm-hmm. So they are making a run. You know what I mean? They were making a run last year. De'Aaron Fox, they've had a lot of injuries. And Marvin Bagley, like, no one really knows what's wrong with him. And then Buddy's coming off the bench. No one knows what's going on. It's a fucking dumpster fire, but they have some talent. Um, So it would be interesting to see at the least, I think. Um, Who do you think – so, I mean, well, let me – let me let's go back up here real quick to the East, to this very depressing team here. Um, And I want to just pull up – our schedule. What, let, let's look at this real quick. I wanna I wanna look at the Celtics schedule here. Uh, so the Celtics, they're gonna. This is what we're presuming they're gonna be doing. They're gonna have to play the Bucks, the Wizards, Raptors, Nets, Wizards again, Blazers, Grizzlies, Heat. Mm-hmm. That that's not a hard schedule to me, right? It's not the hardest, but they do have. I mean, but everyone's schedule is gonna be somewhat. Like, unless you're like the Nets here playing the Magic twice, right? Like, there's some, there's some stuff. Every, but every schedule should be something. Like, like this Maverick schedule is kind of, oh, that's not that bad, actually. I mean, the Lakers one is, or the Clippers? Yeah, I mean, Lakers and Clippers. Yeah, well, and this is, this, this is, is. like a lot of wins for them. Yeah, 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 probably. <laughs> Sons, yeah, but they're also the one and two C, so it's kind of like you kind of chalk that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of chalk that up. Yeah, I mean, let, let let's look at some note. I mean, I just want to look at some of these notable teams: the Pelicans here. They have the Kings, the Jazz, Clippers, Spurs, Grizzlies. Man, they're gonna. Get, I'm sign me up for this. They got to play the Grizzlies twice. Mm-hmm. Sign me up for that fucking bloodbath. Uh, Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City was playing late towards the end of the season. Uh, they, they, Chris Paul now is going to come in with a fresh hamstring. He always pulls a hamstring, and now his hamstrings are fresh. I would be terrified of Oklahoma City here. Um, none of these, you know, they could win a lot of these games here. The Magic, oh, the Magic have an easy fucking schedule. But they, they'll, they're the Magic. They're going to fuck it up. Yeah, they're but, also may, you know, Markel Scapular, maybe that's a little bit more healed. Who knows? You never know. Um, the Sixers, I could look at this and say we're going to go 8-0 and or we're going to go 0-8. I, I have no idea what we're going to do. Um, depends how many red lights Alec Burks intends on running. Yeah. Uh, you know, so Pacers, we should beat the Pacers. We should beat the Wizards. Here's the problem about the Sixers. Here's the other problem that we haven't talked about. Mm-hmm. The Sixers suck on the road. They do. All right. And now they have to make the road their home. And it's yep. one place, so they don't have to travel. Right. So I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. We need to find out if there are Chick-fil-A's in the area, and we need to shut those down, just like the Rockets need to find out if there are strip clubs strip in the clubs. area. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're going to have to shut those down. Um, I don't even know if they're allowed to leave, though. Well, So they are allowed to do some things. Um, th- th- this I don't know much about this complex, but it's the ESPN complex within Disney, apparently, right. that they're all staying at. Yeah. I know they're allowed to play golf is like something specific they're allowed to do. I don't know why that specifically gets pointed out. Uh, they're allowed to eat out. They're allowed to have their family there. I think um, I, I forgot what, what they, they're, they're, they're allowed some freedoms. You know what I mean? They're not necessarily allowed to go out in public, 
to like clubs. Um, but I'm sure they're allowed to get Chick-fil-A, you know, and I'm sure James can find ways to smuggle in strippers. <laughs> um, so I don't know. We don't know. We really don't know. The Sixers, I have no idea what's going to happen with them. Um, real, in reality, I, I think four and four is probably a good bet. But I really wouldn't be surprised to go away and no. You know what? Let's say over-under here. But let's do that real quick. Let's take some of these teams and say an over-under. Let's look at these schedules, see what their over-under is, what we think they're going to go here. Let's look at these Celtics. Over-under on this Celtics season. This. So it's Bucks, Wizards, Raptors, Nets, Wizards, Blazers, Grizzlies, Heat. I'm going to say that their over-under is six and a half. Ooh, is what it's going to be set at. Yo, I think the Celtics are going to be fine. You know what I mean? And I think that would be scary for most young teams, yeah. except for young teams that are being coached by Brad Stevens, and I think they're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm scared of them. I actually, right now, feel like they might be the favorite to come out to East. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I don't believe in the Bucks like, at all. Until Chris Middleton tells me that, shows me that he can be, like, the second best player on that team, which he just never shows us, right? He never, ever right. shows us. Every chance he gets, he just firmly is a third guy. Um, yeah, and, I mean, we know how good Giannis is, and we know how good, but I just can't wrap my head around the rest of that roster playing so well. I mean, that's a, a credit to Bud, but I don't know. Like, would you trust Bud to coach against Brad Stevens against that roster in a seven-game series? Mm. I don't. I don't necessarily know that because of the, the, how different mm-hmm. the talent is. I don't necessarily know that that would be like the biggest thing. I mean, of course it matters. Yeah. Um, but with Giannis, it really comes down to is he going to attack the zone differently? Yeah. Which he still hasn't mm-hmm. done yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, six and a half is is a hard bet. I think I would go under. You would go but, under six and a half. Yeah. Just because they get the Blazers later on. And if <laughs> I'm assuming that they're playing really well, then that could be a really hard game for them to win. Well, and we, we don't – yeah, that's right. You're right, because this probably is in some sort of order. That, that's a good point. Same thing with Grizzlies. But, but, again, okay, that's fair. Maybe I should have said it at five and a half. Because, again, all of these teams are playing for playoff positioning. Some mm. of these teams, though, could be out of it early, right? You know what I mean? So sure. we don't know. Like the Wizards, by game two, if they lose game one, let's say, for example, that's going to hurt them big time. You know what mm. I mean? But maybe that makes them more desperate. Maybe they I should also, have said five and a half. They might not be allowed to, like, really rest, guys. Because it's, yeah. only, it's only eight games. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, you're not going to have that opportunity. Let's look at this Maverick. I'm not going to go through every team. Let's look at the Mavericks here. So they have the Suns, Clippers, Kings, Blazers, Suns again. Ooh, that's a nice schedule. Yeah, Rockets, Jazz, Bucks. I, I, man, I wouldn't be mad at setting their over-under at six and a half. So I would say the Suns, Kings, Suns, and Jazz being a win, possibly, mm-hmm. and, and Blazers. I'll take them over to Blazers, I guess. Wow. They might, but the Bucks probably aren't going to be playing for anything here, either. Mm, that's true. You know what I mean? That's true. I just don't know. I think like that. I it's just hard to even think about it in those those like yeah. logical terms because with just eight games, yeah. Like, are you going to rest somebody who just rested yeah. for months for three months? But, but then also, what I would say is, are the like 
not about you know players are going to play yeah, but they're no, not going to have that no, desperation no. is what i'm saying right you're not going to have the same desperation and the guys are they're going to be just playing the game you know what i mean they're going to be competitive because they're competitive i think i think that's true about most guys mm-hmm. or like some of the guys but the the best guys are going to yeah play. that's true if that's you're on true. the bucks and Giannis is running up and down the floor you're mm-hmm. not just going to stand in the back court that's and watch true. you're going to run true. with him so and with eight games, I just can't imagine Adam Silver being like, all right, guys, it's cool to not play your best players yeah. only eight games. Like, they're yeah. going to have to play the whole eight games. So, I, I don't know. I think thinking about it in those conventional types of ways might That's fair. Might, might, might not apply in this specific way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. I, I'm not mad at that. Um, do we want to look at the Nuggets schedule here? I mean, the Nuggets – Eh, whatever. I, I, I just the clip, like you said. The, I mean, the Clippers here. They have the Nets. I mean, mm-hmm. Kawhi is gonna rest one of these games. I promise you, because uh, he's Kawhi. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna, he's gonna. Uh, but look, I mean, look at this shit. Suns, Nets, Pacers, Thunder. Like that's a fucking. Yeah, they're gonna stroll in. Um, Play the Nets I, twice. Yeah, they got the Nets twice. It's a nice one. The Lakers, the Rockets, Nuggets, the Jazz twice. Yeah, I mean, the Lakers have a harder schedule. Again, the Lakers have a harder schedule because of the strength, because their schedule was so weak that half of their team, half of their team, well, not half of them, but a few of them were not in. The Heat were falling apart at the end of the season. I mean, that's going to be the thing for us is do we, can we catch up to the Heat or are the Heat going to, you know, regain some of that magic? Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see, the Grizzlies. No pun intended. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. And I'm supposed to be the rapper here. <laughs> Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, so the Grizzlies, before the season ended, had a hard schedule. So this is actually kind of broke out well for the Grizzlies, right? Because yeah, it did. their schedule was difficult already. Mm-hmm. And the Pelicans actually had, I think, the easiest schedule between all of those teams that were going in. Well, the Pelican schedule just got a little bit harder, I think. Right, right. Um, so, so with that said... The Grizzlies, I mean, it, it was going to be rough, but like I said, they play the Pelicans. I mean, God forbid they play them back-to-back. That's going to be – I promise you that is appointment viewing if they play them back-to-back oh, especially yeah. because sure. that's going to be, like, heated. Um, oh, it's yeah. going to be fire there. Mm-hmm. Um, again, the Heat, whatever, fuck the Heat. I, I, you know what? Fuck Jimmy. Hopefully at this point the poison mm-hmm. that Jimmy has sown into the Heat's locker room just by – by osmosis is now bubbling up. You know what I mean? So we'll see. Uh, the Bucks, yeah, the Bucks are just going to walk through. Whatever. They play the Wizards twice. Poor Wizards. Mm-hmm. Uh, poor Wizards. <laughs> poor John Wall is going to come back for nothing. Uh, Pelicans here. They got the King. I mean, it's still a little bit easy. Kings, Jazz. No, the Clippers are rough. Spur- the Spurs, again, they, weren't, they haven't been playing for much. Mm-hmm. Um, not a lot there. The Magic. Pacers, Kings, Net Mo, they have a pretty pretty easy schedule in comparison. Oh shit, and so the Lakers. <laughs> Raptors, whoa, whoa. Lakers, Trailblazers. Whoa. Oh, or well, this is Lakers or Trailblazers, so that kind of yeah. depends. Right. Um I mean the Nets twice. If you look at the Nets, that's the problem. Is that anytime you see the Nets twice on any like, one of these oh, those are guaranteed wins. <laughs> yeah, how many games are the Nets playing? We see them twice on a bunch. Of, like, are they playing sixteen fucking games? <laughs> Christ, uh, Sixers. We talked about that. I mean, they're on, on over under could be half. Could be half. I don't know what they're going to do. Um, yeah. 
But so, but let's talk about that next thing that they're playing because even if like you don't win out, you just have to be within four right. games of the of the AC. Yeah, correct. Which is going to be harder. So I don't know what. The, 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 so the real question here is: um, Let me see. Wait, real quick before we go, the Kings. Um, yeah. I don't think the Spurs are gonna are gonna do it. I, 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 well, they may. They I, after Popovich has been talking mad heavy about about mm-hmm. everything that's been going on, and the, the, that might galvanize the Spurs uh, in a way that, that we've never seen. We may see something wake up in Demar Derozan that we never knew he had. Yeah, um, good luck with that. Yeah, but good luck with that. The Wizards. I'm sorry, he got the Celtics, the Thunder, the Sixers. We're, we can't guard John Wall, so don't worry about the Sixers at all. <laughs> um, the Nets. I don't know. Ben Simmons versus John Wall might be like could be fun. Be, it might be, be that Spider Man meme where like two guys are pointing. Yeah, at yeah. <laughs> you don't shoot either. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I shoot. I just don't shoot well. You don't shoot. Right. <laughs> um, I I don't think it, it's going to be hard for the Wizards. The, the Wizards' yeah, best it's chance. Be really hard. The Wizards' best chance is that is that Kyrie has has uh, effectively hurt. Brooklyn enough that Brooklyn falls starts falling out and that the Wizards can catch up what's going to be interesting is what happens here when all four of these teams these four right here Memphis Portland New Orleans and Sacramento when all four of these teams are within four games of each other what happens then you know Uh, what I mean I think they were I think the assumption is like season um Tiebreakers. So, how many times do they beat each other? Or we have like three playing tournaments, right? We, <laughs> we let's say it ended, right? And we say Memphis has to play Sacramento, Portland has to play New Orleans in a quick play-in, and then the winner of those two play each other. Like, I'm down for that. <laughs> Give me that shit, man. <laughs> Give it to me on the same day. In fact, just just you know, what I mean? like oh, run them out there starting at twelve. Yeah. And it ends at six. You know that's what I like, mean? That's like AAU style. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, give me that's some AAU style. That was the – that's the worst. Like, this is thinking back, thinking back about it. Like you would play, mm. you, then you got to go sit on the bleachers for like an hour and then go back and play again. <laughs> yep, let's do or it. In, or in sometimes you got to go from one gym and then run all the way to the other gym to yeah. play a game right after. It's crazy. Let's do it. Oh man, let's, I'm here for it. Listen, these are all young teams except for Port. Portland suffers, oh, I guess, a little bit. But, but. but what? If, so in that situation, so what if they make the other teams be the be the audience for mm. the next game? Yo, I'm here for that. <laughs> I'm here to hear Ja like screaming at Zion Williamson to try to get into his head. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. or someone talking shit to Dame and Dame just being dead faced the whole yeah. time. You know what right. I mean? And then, and but then making that team he's playing pay for this person talking shit over here. Right, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, the, what do you think? So, so they're talking about, which, which pisses me off as somebody who hates 2K with all my heart. They're talking about piping in 2K audience sound for this. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I don't, so I get as like, um, I get that it's going to be different and ideally you want the reaction. Yeah. Right? Like the crowd does play a part, mm-hmm. but and like the purest form of basketball, right? Like we're talking about those. Not that they use a purest form of basketball, but like there's like five games going on at once. 
sometimes mm-hmm. all in the same like one giant gym yeah. like in the basketball quality of the players like it might be weird at first for the players but then eventually it's going to be normalized like yeah i think pretty quickly especially because there's they're highly competitive but also there's a lot at stake yeah so like for us watching it might be a little weird but like the thing is for me is like i i just want to see yeah i don't really care about it and i think that's just like i don't know unless like who gets to play like the ooh button like mm-hmm. who decides when that deserves to be played yeah, like, yeah, yeah i don't i don't get it yeah and well and because nobody again no one is home so if you're if you're doing a 2k thing right well how do you decide when someone gets booed or who's going to try to get you know what I mean? even though again it's not gonna be piped into the stadium but as a fan watching it are you going to be booing one of the teams and cheering the other team or you just cheering both teams every team yeah which is just as boo all the teams yeah that's just weird as shit yeah um i i will say there was never a chance we were going to hear the shit talk on no. the floor no and there i don't was, i'm fine with not yeah, because then you're gonna we're gonna find out that these guys say really problematic shit to each other all the fucking yes. time. You know what Correct. I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I always bring up the KG thing because that's just the most one, the yeah. one where he calls Charlie Villanueva. Yeah, the Charlie Villanueva one. Yeah, like that PG. is that is PG in comparison to some of the shit KG has has said. I mean, obviously there's also the Carmelo one, which is like very yeah. offensive too. Yeah. Um, there was never any hope that we were gonna. No. Like I mean, when you, those, when you watch Russell Westbrook talk shit, the way his move, his mouth moves, you yeah, know you, nothing good is coming out of it. Right, right, right. You know right, what right. I mean? Yeah. Like I don't um, even know he knows what he's saying when he's yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's just like, oh what? All right. Yeah. But you know what's going to be funny to me though about this, and I I don't know because I again I've never played in front of fans, but it's going to be a situation where people who might talk shit under their breath a little bit, where like players are actually going to hear that now. You know what I mean? Because there's no, like, it's different when Russ is talking shit loudly or Joel talks shit loudly. But you might have guys that are a little more passive aggressive who may talk shit, like, under their breath, where now everyone can hear it because they're just going to be in an open gym with each other. You know what Mm. I mean? So I think that's interesting. You would still hear it. You think you would still hear it? Yeah, when you're on the floor, the the crowd gets normalized. Okay. It it just, like, it affects you, but but only, like, in those, like, really high stake moments mm-hmm. so like if you hit a big shot and the crowd goes wild that makes you feel a little bit better than it yeah. would if it's an empty gym or vice versa if you just get your ass busted and everybody's like oh shit yeah and that makes you feel worse than you would have if nobody was there yeah yeah but everything on the floor you're hyper aware of yeah what's interesting too is that like, like i brought this up earlier about joel is going to be like joel is one of the few guys that gets up yeah. for opposing fan bases just like yeah. he gets up for the home teams fans right right, right. so like how do guys like that i mean they're gonna get up because they're competitive yeah but every anytime like joel's biggest moments are always him playing to the crowd you yeah. know what i mean he has the like the yeah. john collins dunk where he stands over john collins or the yes. the russell westbrook one but most yeah. of the time it's the and one finger dance thing he does or the yeah. just raising the roof to the crowd yeah. Do you think he still does that with no crowd? He might do that because he's a troll, though, right? I was going to say, I'm, he yeah. might not do the, you know, this yeah, thing yeah, yeah. with the crowd, but he's yeah. definitely going to flex a yeah, lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. He'll definitely flex a lot. He'll definitely stare down. Yeah, I mean, that's just in you. Mm-hmm. Like, like, all those stories of MJ, like, talking shit, more of them have been outside of the NBA floor. That's true. 
Yeah. You know, like that's just in your DNA. Like if you're com- yeah. if you're that maniacally competitive, that just kind of is in you. Mm-hmm. So he definitely will. And there's still his his bench is still there watching him. That's true. So yeah. if anything, he's gonna do it up for for the for the bench riders. Yeah. Yeah, we may see him curse out Al Horford. That's another reason why they don't want to pipe this sound in because, you know what I mean? It's going to be a, go get the fuck out of the way. You know what I mean? And there's high-pitched voice <laughs> yelling at Al. Uh, and then Toby talking in Spanish to somebody. I don't know, even though he's not Spanish, but we know he's there. Um, yeah, I, I, it's going to be interesting. You know, but, but you know what? The Olympics – yeah. Are, the, the, and FIBA basketball is quiet. Is a silent. When you watch it, you don't necessarily hear the crowd. Right? Am I tripping? Am I remembering that incorrectly? Like you don't hear the crowd when you watch FIBA basketball. When you watch the Olympics, typically you usually basketball? really, yeah. When you're watching basketball, uh, I mean, I do. Usually, yeah, I mean, I guess you can't. But you use it's not like how we hear when watching NBA games. No, because it's more like uh, I don't know how to articulate this. It's, it's more like a more like respectful environment yeah that's true so you won't have fans necessarily booing mm-hmm. the other team because the other team is representing another country yeah yeah but they're definitely cheering for their country like they go fucking nuts there's flags yeah. everywhere face paint like it's it's like the world cup yeah but i, I thought you meant it like another event like there's definitely events that are very quiet yeah well i mean th- their best bet really is hoping for like a tennis type thing where it's like the action in tennis that there's not really fan there's no fan interaction during a tennis match necessarily you know in between mm-hmm. points there is but normally is you're just hearing the ball going back the problem is that they're they're losing the sound effects they're not gonna ha- you're not gonna hear the basketball bouncing probably because they don't want you to hear the nba players talking shit to each other um so i i don't i, I don't it's gonna be interesting if you're watching a muted game and hearing people talk announcers talk you know what i mm. mean like jeff and gundy and stuff like that to mm. a muted game still happening so i i think that's going to be the adjustment that we're making right that's yeah. really the adjustment that has to be made i don't even know if this is possible but is it, i don't know if it's technologically possible to have the same kind of like uh mics like on the rim and maybe somewhere on the floor with the volume not necessarily as high as it usually is mm-hmm. but if it's like a five second delay are they able to filter out the talking, but still being able to hear the ball, the swishes, and maybe like if someone gets an and one, like a like a primal scream. Mm-hmm. I don't I mean I again I don't know if it's possible. I'm assuming yeah. it probably is. I just don't know if it's worth the money or time. Or if they're able to sew in um I don't I mean who the fuck do I know? But able to sew in a mic into the interior of the basketball. You know what I mean? That literally records it being bounced and it hitting the rim, as opposed to maybe the talking that's going on around it. I, I don't know what that looks like i i am not the yeah. person to speak to well, about they this. wouldn't they wouldn't need to do like that revolutionary if they put mics around the like the the boundaries and they already put mics and cameras on the rims mm-hmm. and backboard um but yeah I, I thought of something though if if the league does change to this a new format we're starting mm-hmm. in late fall versus like the middle of it mm-hmm. or mi- earlier like that would change the off season. Yes. Right. Because now the off season won't happen in the summer, mm-hmm. which I don't know if players will like, but yeah. then also like, does that change the idea of a quote unquote good weather city? 
if we're playing during the hotter times of the year. Right? So do, do our players now a little bit more apt to going to places that were considered like not mm-hmm. as great because of the weather? Because it's going to be warmer. Mm-hmm. And Man, like, that's a good point. Minnesota in the summer, it's not L.A., yeah, but it's not negative two thousand million degrees. It's yeah, like sixties, which is like yeah. kind of dope weather. Yeah, and like if if you're like if you're already kind of a country person. Yeah, like Minnesota, not not the Minnesota's country, but you know you get to be by the Great Lakes, mm-hmm. and it's just like it's it's different. It's yeah, different. if you grew up in the Northeast, you know what I mean. Let, let me let's think about this. Yeah, if you grew up in the north, well. If the off season, well, 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 the thing is you may, yeah, because you would want your off season home in the summer. That's nothing different than what's happening now. But if you grew up in Philadelphia, Philadelphia in the summer is great. Like no one wants to leave Philadelphia in the summer. Like, why would you want to? Um, that is interesting. That, 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 that is an interesting point. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I don't know, but you're right. I don't know how much the players, but listen, these guys are going to travel. They're going to go wherever they're going to go. They're going to find yeah. summer time. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Um, it's just that they may not have the option to to like LA experiences winter. You know what I mean? It's not like they sure. don't experience winter. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. That's a good point, though. I didn't really consider that, but we'll see. Uh, I do think it's interesting, and and my homie TJ made the joke earlier about us getting notifications like in the middle of a football football game of Woj saying like the Sixers are kicking the tires on Kevin Love or something. something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Like yeah, that. Like yeah. that interesting dynamic um yeah it's going to be interesting i do think i do think that like i said in the beginning everything that the nba has done to get this started is to keep it as normal as possible without making changes because they want they probably want this to be it going forward you know what i mean and then we'll talk about the the world cup style stuff later on if if that's even viable i mean we're we're, this is going to push that back by two years i say i don't even think 2021 it'll be talked about and then they'll re re like kindle those discussions maybe the following season um but yeah i, I think i think it's interesting i'm happy to see basketball back i think mm. it's interesting uh with everything going on it'll be a nice reprieve i think from some of the seriousness of the world um without necessarily because the nba again the nba has always been one of the more progressive uh the probably the most progressive of all the the uh, leagues um, so it's not like it's taking a spotlight away from the things that are happening, but it's providing the people who are, who have the spotlight constantly on something to escape to for a little bit, at least. So, mm-hmm. um, is there anything else you could think of that we can talk about here? I mean, I think we've covered everything, right? Um, oh, the last thing I wanted to talk about, and I guess it should have been brought up in the very beginning when we were talking mm-hmm. about whether they should come back is the idea like and i don't think they've specifically said anything yet but if someone tests positive mm. right like what does that mean like uh does that mean because like the thing is there's, there's no social distancing and it's like i don't even understand how people were saying this mm-hmm. like they'll be like they'll just find someone to social distance for how do you social distance while you're guarding somebody yeah it is, it's possible it's, it's, it's over like if you're deciding to play basketball now mm-hmm. you are scrapping that correct Right. So uh, if someone tests positive, how do they deal with that? Right. Yeah, like I, James Harden will be fine, right? Because he stands six feet from people on defense all the time. But like yeah. a guy like Patrick Beverly, is yeah. he has everyone's DNA all over him at all times. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and mm-hmm. 
So I was like, what, but what did you do then? Yeah. It was like the, the originally the thought was, okay, that person doesn't play. But what about everybody who was just around? Like the, the whole, well, however long. Yeah. And then let's say, what do we, we, you can't postpone the games to have like a two week quarantine for this team. But if everybody's playing in Orlando on the same core in the same place, does then everybody need to be quarantined? Or are we just saying, fuck it, everyone's going to get the virus? Or maybe this one player doesn't play or everybody gets tested again. Then the people who get tested don't play. What if that's LeBron, Kawhi, Paul George, Joel yeah. Embiid? And it's like, the, I don't like this argument that, or the, the, the idea that it's, it's, the, it's the equivalent of like an injury. Oh, you know, they could get sick or injured at any time anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's not the same fucking thing. Like, there's right. things you can do to, right. to prevent injuries. There's things you can do to prevent being sick. It doesn't stop it, mm-hmm. but there's ways to be prepared for it. Correct. You can't be fucking prepared for COVID-19. Yeah, there's so I'm no- not convinced anybody knows what the fuck it is yet. Yeah, there's a lot of uncertainty still, like you said in the beginning. Um, everything keeps evolving. There's even suggestions that this disease evolves, right? Which we t- I talked about with Christian about the, the whole, some, I don't think people know why there's not a cure for the common cold, which is that the common cold is not common. It constantly yeah. evolves, so there can't be a cure for it. Um, yeah, it's a living every, organism. Yeah, correct. And every winter, we, we are uh, getting flu shots because- Different flu. And, correct. And this is that too. So um, it's the testing and tracing thing, right? Which is test before the game, test after. I, I, don't, I don't know, test beginning of the day, end of the day, whatever you do. Um, the problem really is going to be you're telling people to stay locked in for three months. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You, you guys got to be here in this community among these people for three months. And you're expecting no one to fuck that up. You know what I mean? And that is fucking impossible as we have learned in America. If we've learned anything for the last three fucking months is that people don't listen. You yeah. know what I mean? So when you're telling people to stay home for three months, they can't do it. I can do it because I like being, I stayed home yeah. for three months before COVID. Um, yeah. and, and, but even I'm getting tired of it. So we're asking these guys to do that. It's, it's going to be hard. This can easily be a disaster. You know what I mean? What if, like, because of all this, what if Oklahoma City wins the finals? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm think, rocking with it. Chris think, Paul got a championship. I'm cool with it. Now. Okay. Well, I think some people would be like, cool. It's like, it was, um, it was competitive. Like, there yeah. wasn't like, there wasn't like, it didn't go chalk. Mm-hmm. But I think in the, in the grand scheme, I think that could be detrimental. And that's definitely going to be mm-hmm. an asterisk season. If a bunch of the top guys aren't playing, yeah, yeah, that th- that that's for sure. You know what I mean? I, if listen, the, the it's important to note that just because it's starting, right, and just because they have a plan in place doesn't mean that it's actually going to happen. This could fail. Uh, we could find something out in the next month about COVID that changes the scope of everything we've discussed. You know what I mean? Which, like you said, the discussion around this changes constantly. You know what I mean? Like within, especially in the beginning, remember in the beginning, within a week, that's why you had people that were still relying on the, well, when it gets hot and the humidity, it doesn't survive. And then it's like, well, you're also like every country by the equator is now getting very sick and dying. So that doesn't really make sense. You learn that none, none of those arguments are actually holding water right now. We don't really know what we need to know about this. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So 
This could easily go south. Um, every sports league is going to be watching this. Uh, and, and honestly, every sports league was watching the UFC. Yeah. Um, when the UFC was pull, were pulling these off, um, started pulling these off, then other people were like, okay, you know, we can slowly start giving it a try. Then you have like Korean baseball and a couple other sports leagues that started playing, even yeah, though they've exactly. had it longer. Yeah. Um, but the NFL will be watching this. The NFL plans, they're going to talk like they're going uh, business as usual. Um, but the, there's a chance, like if the NFL doesn't go, go forward with the season, we're not going to find out until training camp or something right. like that. You know what I mean? Right. And it's going to be dependent on what's happening in the NBA. So um, before we go, who do you think benefits most from this? And who do you think wins, I guess, wins it all? The finals? Yeah. Um, I think the bottom of the West benefits the okay. most from this. So I think like uh, Portland, New Orleans, mm-hmm. probably. Because like if they, see, if they just would have said, let's start the playoffs with the 16 that we are, that are there um and because like in particular because like portland had such like you mentioned such bad luck with injuries mm-hmm. new orleans similarly with zion now they're back together at full strength idea i mean uh assuming at full strength mm-hmm. and they're different teams mm-hmm. so now they got a chance to get in and make some noise and even if you lose to the lakers or clippers in the first round if you make it an interesting series that's a win for both That's of those. Yeah. That's a win for both of those teams going from, you know, lottery. Because yeah. I, I don't think either of those teams benefit more mm-hmm. from going back into a lottery than they do actually playing some meaningful games. Yep, I agree. How about who benefits the least? Who the least? That's a great question. Oh, wait, who do you think wins? I'm sorry. You oh, who wins? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I want to say the Clippers, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's going to be the Lakers. Mm-hmm. But I would just rather be the Clippers. Yeah. All right, think <laughs> about who benefits least. I think uh, that's a great point about those bottom teams benefiting the most. That, that um, I think uh, Phoenix benefits the least, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what the, what the point of them. <laughs> Devin's not going to do anything. Uh, but that, I, that, I don't know if they benefit the least. I do think that the older teams obviously probably um, – it's easy to say the older teams benefit the most. Guys like Kawhi, guys like Chris Paul, guys like LeBron. Uh, you know what I mean? Even though I don't think it matters for LeBron, honestly. He's like a fucking freak of nature. Yeah, no. Um, but like the Chris Paul, Kawhi, Paul George, those guys are going to de- definitely benefit um, from the, the benefit the most from this for sure. Um, and then the Sixers probably benefit the least out of everybody. I don't see how they benefit at all from anything that's happening. I was, was going to say then I think if I probably think it's the Nets, they'll probably benefit the least. Oh, that's a good point too. Yeah. This is not going to go good for the Nets. Uh, who knows? Maybe Kyrie comes out and scores 50 a game. I, that could be fun to watch at least. I, I, he could, I, he could still score 50. I still think they might lose. All yeah. <laughs> yeah. They go home and eight, but he's scoring 50. That's possible. Uh, yeah. I think, uh, I think guys with weight issues benefit the least. So if Joker <laughs> comes back 30 pounds overweight and Joel comes back 30 pounds overweight, Chris Paul, sometimes Kyle Lowry could cut. We, you know, we don't know. Like those guys come back, come back overweight. Sometimes we don't know what's going to happen. I think LeBron is going to come back. I would be terrified to see the Lakers. I, I think the Lakers are going to win. Um, yeah. because there's just, so who was I talking to yesterday? Oh, Fred brought up a great point. Shout out to Fred, who basketball is not his expertise, but brought up a great point about how um, 
you know, LeBron's been so outspoken with everything happening that he, in his mind, he's thinking LeBron's going to come back. Like I need this championship to put the spotlight on me to continue to further like these causes, like, like that he's going to think about this with all these things riding on him winning this championship. And I thought that was a good point. You know what I mean? I don't know that guys need more motivation, but I could for sure see LeBron thinking about this that way. Um, and coming in with like a fucking, you know, we said it, he's, a, he's gotten to that level, right? That Jordan level where it's like, he can will things to happen now. Uh, and I could, yeah, I would be terrified. I think the Lakers win. Uh, I don't know the last time that Kawhi has gotten maintenance from his local scientist or whatever. So I, I don't know what we're going to expect from him. Joker's going to yeah. come back 30 pounds overweight. Utah. <laughs> Utah might benefit the least from this because they've been sitting on this for three months, really fucking angry about what Rudy did. I mean, all those reports came out that there was like fractures between like Donovan Mitchell and Rudy and all this shit. Um, That can't have been good sitting on three months for this, like essentially because of that happening. So I don't, I don't know. I think I would disagree. I think that might've been the best thing for them to be away from each other. A lot of the so a lot of the things like amongst teammates gets blown up so much because mm-hmm. it's 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 drama, yeah, it's soap yeah. opera. But the thing is about a soap opera, it's not real. That's true. And like neither is like the beef is for that long, mm-hmm. unless the person sincerely is a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. But like at this level, there really aren't that many because you have to work too hard to get here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's the difference between a lot of these guys and a lot of guys from around the way who mm-hmm. were good enough, but never had the work ethic, never yeah, had the yeah. discipline. So it's like, I mean, like you have spats with your friends. Mm-hmm. You're with them a lot. You're, mm-hmm. they, they matter to you. So what they say and do affects you. Same thing mm-hmm. with your teammates. Yeah. But then you, you get over it. Yeah. Yeah. Or you don't, if the relationship doesn't matter enough, but if you're on mm-hmm. the same team, you have to get over it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I, Lord knows I've had spats with my friends and you know, here we are. Yeah. So, you kind of have to get over it. And, and at this point, like having that, having an argument or being pissed off at a teammate is now normal. It is yeah. something that happens frequently. You might not, like, you might not want to talk to your, your, your teammate at the practice because of, you know, how competitive it was between like just two or three people. Mm-hmm. But then that, it's just, that's just how it is. Yeah. That's just how it is. Like if you're stuck with a group of 15 guys mm-hmm. for majority of the year, like, you're not going to be hunky-dory the whole fucking time. Yeah. That'll you know, that, that's a good point. I think I think I would just counter to, to consider, I would counter with the thing that Rudy did uh, is, like, you know, that fuck-around nature and doing uh-huh. shit like that, that's, like, mm-hmm. a thing that that's what he does. You know what I mean? Like, sure. I think that's what he does. Not, like, the first time he did it. And boom. So yeah. the question really comes if guys already were bothered by him being like that way. Sure. And then this being the tip of that iceberg, is that possible? Mm. Is the question that has to be answered mm. on whether this is going to affect them or not. Yeah. Um, I would, I would lean no. I mean, like mm-hmm. Mike, Mike, everybody hated Michael when they played with him. Six, yeah. six rings. Uh, Bird and- he's not the greatest basketball player of all time. No, but he's 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 necessary though for them to he be is successful. Mikhail and Bird's relationship was never great. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Rings like this is this is more normal than we realize. Than we realize. No, you're right. You're right. You're 100 percent right. I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you. I'm gonna say you're right about that, but I'm gonna disagree. With you. 
the most Brian thing ever. <laughs> you, you, you're right. You're right. But you're wrong. But you're wrong. So. Um, all right. Yeah, I think that's good. Uh, oh, you said the Nets benefit the least. Uh, oh, yeah. I said I think players that come in with weight issues benefit the least uh, and or the Sixers benefit the least. Um, I, I hope Ben's healthy. But my last just a minute on the Sixers, what I really believe about the Sixers, I think yeah. the Sixers will probably go 500, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, They'll be in the playoffs, but I really don't have a lot of expectations for them in the playoffs. Unless, you, like you said, unless we're seeing Al coming off the bench uh, or unless Al turned into a completely different basketball player. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, Toby not touching a basketball while we joke about it. Like, and, and while I understand it, from just a pure basketball – and, again, please understand I love Toby and everything he brings to the community. Is You can't – you can't you can't really assign a value to what he does in the community here. You know what I mean? Just talking about the basketball court. If my mm-hmm. man hasn't touched the basketball for three months, well, he's not finna come out here and shoot forty percent from three anytime soon, right? Yeah. Uh, Alec Burke still has a problem running red lights. Glenn Robinson is still just Glenn Robinson. Um, did Brett Brown become a better coach, you know, or, 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 you know, is he going to be able to make better decisions? I don't know. So it, it, there's a lot of unanswered questions. And the, these last three months did not give us time to answer them because we haven't seen these guys. This, this has been an, an off season. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We've had an off. This has actually been longer than a normal off season in the NBA. Um, and the difference being, Typically in an offseason, guys go out, they start adding things to their game, like the real, like your Giannis, right? Yeah. He goes into an offseason, comes out with a whole new fucking batch of moves. Yeah. Um, ben does not, for example. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, you know what I mean? But now we don't have that. It's been three months of guys not seeing people. Who knows if guys have been playing basketball? I think well, I think it was Dame. I can't remember who it was who bought his team basket baskets. Uh, and had them shipped to their house so that they could still oh. practice and shoot. Yeah, one of these guys, I can't remember who it was. I want to say it was Dan, but oh, yeah. I can't remember. Um, nice. You know what I mean? Oh, the, you know what? Real quick, I'm sorry. So, so the Pacers are going to benefit from this a bit. Oladipo mm. was spent time injured. Um, he comes back, gets more time to be healthy. Brogdon uh, was also coming off an injury, so he gets back time to be healthy. So they're a team, just to keep in mind, it's whether they're going to be able to fit. But Right. I don't know. It, it's going to be very uncertain. Three months of guys possibly not practicing, not playing, not do any, doing anything. Mm. Who in that? Stephen A. Smith, I think, said that like this is going to really show who's the championship guys because you know mm. LeBron, a guy that that's focused, that's that focused, he gives a fuck, and he oh, yeah. has not stopped working out. He's no. going to come in like nothing changed, right? Correct. Giannis yeah. is the same way. He's proven that. Apparently, mm. James Harden, when you close down a strip club, he becomes the same way. <laughs> You know what yep. I mean, right? Yep. Um, but then we don't know about Joe, and you don't know about Nurkic because we just saw him come in overweight, right? So you don't know about those guys. I like to say Luca seems wired that way, so I'd like to say Luca's going to come in that way. Um, but we don't know what we don't know. Um, mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see either way. I'm happy to see the NBA back. I'm looking forward to it. You have anything to plug before we go? Nope. I'm ready. All right, I'm ready too. Uh, I think you and I will do an at odds some point this week to talk sure. some serious shit because everything I did yesterday is somewhat joking. Uh, yeah. So we'll do something talking something serious. Um, cool. Everybody else, wash your stupid fucking hands. Stay six feet away. Wear your stupid fucking mask or whatever. You know what I mean? I, I guess what? Uh, you know, don't say all lives matter to people if they say black yeah, lives matter. Stop. Shut your just stupid stop ass it. up. Yeah. In fact, 
just add a question mark to it. Say, all lives matter? <laughs> and then somebody can answer your question with why you're wrong. And then that's a better way to address it. Uh, <laughs> everybody stay safe out there. Take care of yourself. Justice for the blind, just something that'll find in the rhyme that are coming from my mind. Used to come